Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode five of the Anonymous Squadcast, Revenge of the Badmen. Today, we're going to be talking in our roundtable about what we like to call badmins or bad admins. Uh, we will also be bringing you news on the August content drop or flop, as many of our comrades are calling it. We'll be talking about some uh, news with the with Dice quadrupling the number of BF3 servers on consoles. Finally, as always, we'll be bringing you some PS Vita news. Uh, we'll follow that off with some reviews and some tips. So, uh, Zitterzap, how has your week been? Oh, my week has been better. Um, not much happened last week, but I actually got back to playing Battlefield 3. And uh, if you would have noticed... Why would you notice? Because you're always on the PC playing Battlefield 3, not on the PS3. Uh, but I've been away from Battlefield 3 for about two weeks. And uh, I kind of got back into it. And I've been playing it consistently for the last three or four days. And I, I really feel like my after taking this two-week interval, my game in Battlefield 3 has improved because I'm thinking a little differently. And... I don't know if if this has ever happened to you. Like when you return to a game, you kind of look at it a different way and that somehow adds and improves your game. Yeah, I, I do know what you're talking about. Um, even if you've just been playing a game for a couple hours and you go and you take an hour long break and you come back, it almost feels like you're refreshed and your mind is just in a better place to play that game. Yeah, and that's exactly what uh, this two-week break did to me. And I actually got so good that yesterday I got kicked at least four or five times out of the close quarter servers by admins. So that's why we have, we have, we're going to be talking about badmins in the roundtable discussion. So uh, what's you been up to? I heard that college opened up for you. Yeah, classes started today. Uh both for me and pretty much a lot of different colleges around the country. Uh, so I had one class today. Um, it went well, and I'm not expecting it to be that hard. Uh, I'm getting really excited about Armored Kill coming out next week. I'm sure that we'll have some more news next week for our viewers and listeners. I'm also getting really excited about Borderlands 2, which I realize doesn't come out for a couple weeks still. Uh, but I, I'm just expecting it to be a pretty good game. And then I'm considering buying Madden 13. But I've got an issue which we'll bring up a little bit later when we get into the Vita news. Uh, so <laughs> we'll get to that then. Uh, Zitter, how do you feel about Borderlands 2? Well, bo I, I'm not the guy who purchases the game first day. 60 bucks is always a big amount. It's a huge amount of money for me for, to spend on games. I'll and plus Borderlands 2, I feel like it's it's more single player. Um, the last Borderlands, I did play it. I I did try it, try the co-op, but what happened is that because the guy who I was co-oping with, a random, uh, he was killing stuff so fast that I gained like five or ten levels so quickly. And for me, that that is not an awesome thing. I actually want to experience the progression rather than somebody just serve it on a platter and give it to me. Uh, so I actually treat Borderlands more like a single player 
game although many people will disagree they'll be like no this is multiplayer this is co-op but that's that's what borderlands is for me and any single player game i never buy it uh first day i wait at least six seven months when the price goes down i kind of get it like i want to play uncharted 3 but i haven't played it yet because i haven't found the right price and even the right amount of time for it i mean borderlands 2 is gonna be a time sucker do, do you agree with me on that <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> It's it's gonna require at least forty to fifty hours to kind of experience uh, everything in the game. Not everything in the game, but experience most of the cool stuff in the game. And I I don't think I have the time for it right now. And uh, also I would like the price to go down a little bit before I kind of set my hands on Borderlands too. Yeah, that's a pretty good strategy. How I see it is. It's not really a single player or a multiplayer game. It's strictly a co-op game for me. Um, I played a little bit of single-player Borderlands 1, and I had fun with it, but there are a lot more fun single-player games out there. Uh, Borderlands 1 actually was recently named, I believe, the 10th place for best co-op games of all time by Game Informer, so that's something of note. I'm sure Borderlands 2 will also probably make that list at some point in the future. Uh, so the initial Borderlands, when you played it, did you play it with people you already knew or you played it with randoms and tried to talk to them, find new people? Well, I actually, um, the first time I played Borderlands was actually with Ertzi, our guest from a couple weeks ago from Finland, and um, just some other uh, 008 guys. I've only played with randoms once, and I do recall what you said. They are just not that much fun to play with. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they they basically kill everything in your path. I mean, what they what you what many guys call as kill stealing, and yeah. uh, and you you do get all the XP, but that's not fun XP. I could just stand there and gain XP in that party. So yeah, it's it's been that kind of experience for me. Are you gonna get it on the PS3 or on the PC, Borderlands? I'm getting it on PC just for the sole point in that. I am going to play it with the people on PC. <laughs> if I had friends who played Borderlands on PS3, then I, it, it might be a different story, but it will be a PC game for me. Okay. One of our listeners uh, asked us, when is Noah getting back to PS3? <laughs> Did they ask that right now? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, well, I will actually be playing pretty much PS3 only next week once armored kill comes out um now i haven't just been not playing ps3 for two and a half weeks i haven't been playing any video games for two and a half weeks because i had my girlfriend in town and i had to go away with my to visit my grandma so uh <laughs> if you're feeling left out don't because everyone feels left out so you're all together in this yeah uh, but yes i will be back on ps3 shortly yeah, for anybody who hasn't guessed that listener, that's that's me because I have I've hardly seen Nova on the PS3 these these days. So hopefully there is a, hopefully Armored Armored Kill drives him back to PS3. Um, Armored Kill and Zitters app. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So we got the August content drop, which is pretty amazing. Guess what they're giving us? A video about Armored Kill. And a high-res downloadable artwork book of 24 original concept art pieces. This is directly from DICE. 
Now, I don't know exactly how to feel about this. Personally, and this might take some of you by shock, I'm okay with it. Um, I wanted the world, and they gave me a bag of candy. <laughs> you know, that's kind of how I see it. So, did they meet my expectations? Yeah, probably, because what did I expect? I expected them to say, oh, we forgot, you're not going to get anything, have a double EXP weekend. Uh, instead, we get a video, which will most likely appear on YouTube before we get it. Uh, and then the high-res downloadable artwork, which, again, most likely will show up somewhere on the internet before it is made available to premium members. That's just kind of how things work. Um, but as I, as you know, as Zitter and I said last week, we paid for premium to get the maps. So as far as it goes, I, I'm not angry about it at all. You don't feel uh, that they could have done a little bit more? <laughs> well, they certainly could have done more. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm just never that angry about things. Maybe you know, it's just a, a personality thing, I guess. Like, yeah. I was on the phone for a couple hours today talking to some support people, and in the end, they didn't help me at all, but I was still in a pretty good mood the whole time. So, I don't know. It could just be me. If but, I was a little bit angrier, I'm sure I would be a little upset. Well, I got this feeling uh, last time we recorded the show uh, because you you were the one who actually put this topic in the show notes saying, uh, August content drop, what will it be? Uh, I thought you were a little bit excited about this thing. Are you just being sarcastic or? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was excited and I, I kind of still am. Um, I like high def pictures <laughs> it's, it's a weird weird thing about me um i just like to see things done well and i think that concept art you know it, it does its thing and i look at it and it makes me happy for the 10 minutes okay i mean uh i for one i wasn't expecting much because I know that it is the time is very closer to a new DLC release. I mean, what we are like one week from Armored Kill right now, and I knew that Dice won't be able to do a whole lot, whole lot of things. But I was, I was still expecting. I, I, I was not expecting anything at all because I thought that this was something they put on the calendar and forgot about. And that's exactly what happened. I mean, they they put this item on the calendar to make premium look attractive and sell a lot of premium uh, packages, $50 a piece. Uh, and now they, they, they haven't had it figured out in the start. And uh, basically the date came and they were like, okay, what, oh, what can we give these guys? Okay, just give them this downloadable artwork. It was a PDF which was stored on somebody's computer and they basically just released it to the community. I, I'm not... I'm not that bummed out about what they are giving us because I wasn't expecting anything in the first place as the new DLC is coming. Uh, but I am I'm a little disappointed because I feel DICE is lazy. I mean, this, this, this whole thing basically shows their laziness. Uh, the late patching, uh, the patches that come every, what, three months, four months, that shows their laziness. 
the glitches in the close quarter maps and other maps that shows their laziness i mean you look at gunmaster how poorly thought out it is that shows their laziness uh re releasing camos for the same guns that you had before i mean how difficult is that i mean you already have the graphical model built out only thing you have to do is put a put a new skin change the pattern of colors a little bit and here you get new camo so i mean scarage has two camos other guns don't have any camos i mean that shows their laziness so i mean i'm like I, i'm a little i'm a little tired with dice being so lazy and and i i really am disappointed because i love this game i love battlefield 3 and this game could be so much more but it's it's not going to be it's not going to hit its mark because of ex because of these uh, things that i see happening with dice so i mean i wasn't expecting much but i'm kind of disappointed overall yeah um but you know you remember back in june when they dropped the first premium video um <laughs> the close quarters playing tips uh, I actually did a YouTube video with Ertzi on that, and if you watch that or or not, I'll I'll give you a little spoiler. There were no playing tips, <laughs> so they they label it close quarter playing tips, and then they don't give us any playing tips. Um, at least they're giving us some sort of bonus content. That's how I see it. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, I think it's better than the video. I mean, uh, the first video I tried to watch on um, their website, Battlelog. Okay. Mm -hmm. It it started lagging on my computer for some reason, and I went on YouTube and watched that video. It was nothing special. Uh, the second video I I watched, and after five minutes, I I just closed it out because I saw some guy using a 3.4x scope in close quarters with with the AUG, and I was like, <laughs> I don't want to listen any tips from this guy. <laughs> I mean, he's not even using the right scope for the right map, and they're they're just they're just putting in footage in there, which kind of they thought was cool, but it's not technically correct. Uh, one gripe I have about uh, this whole uh, premium thing is that how do you take into account people who do not own a computer? Okay, they cannot watch the video, they cannot see this high-res downloadable artwork. Okay. I when I bought premium I was expecting all these all this content to be inside the game itself so inside the game there will be a menu that I will navigate to I will press on premium I will press on the video and I will watch it in my 50 inch screen I, I'm not and and the video would be like amazing because it's it's like it's basically 1080p and it's great for that screen but I I can't do that. I have to watch it on my small laptop and people who do not have a computer can't even do that. Uh, I mean, even the even the images, I would have loved if instead of this uh, high-rise downloadable artwork, they would have released wallpaper for the game so that you could have like a rotating wallpaper uh, every time you launch the game instead of seeing that same picture in the background. Uh, I mean, Noah, when you bought premium, did you expect all this content to be on the computer and their website, or did you expect it to be in the PS3 itself? Hmm. You know, I 
I have to say, I hadn't thought about that. Um, now that you're bringing it up, it's kind of a, a good idea, you know? <laughs> I should have expected content on the PS3. Let me raise a little counter question. Isn't the only way to sign up for Battlelog on your PC? Yeah, that's true. So, can you have premium without Battlelog? Uh, I think I think you can buy it on the PS3, but I think what will happen is I didn't try it, but I think what will happen is it will ask you to create a Battlelog account in okay. order to buy premium. But uh, but I mean there I mean we 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 kind of do not think about this thing like okay what if what if people don't have a computer, but I mean there are a lot of people who have a PS3 but they don't have a computer or they have a computer at work and that's all they use that computer. I have plenty of people uh, at my work who own an Xbox and a PS3 and they don't own a computer. So I mean it's the 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 all this whole premium thing is turning out to be a little shady and I for certain when I bought premium I was expecting all this content to be inside the game even if the even if it's a video I I was expecting it to be inside the game I was like the first day that premium content came out uh, I went to my PS3 I went in the premium and I tried to click on that video and I was like what the video is not here how do I watch the video and then I kind of saw battle log and I saw people posting that, hey, you need to go on battle log and watch it. And I'm like, this is not this content. I bought it inside the game and it's not inside the game. <laughs> that kind of threw me away. Yeah. And you know that the PS3 browser isn't going to help you at all there. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the, the funny thing is that PS3 is touted as all HD and everything. Uh, when you play any video in the browser, it's like 360p or something, right? Mm -hmm. If the video even loads, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, had bad luck. <laughs> anyway, I mean, uh, overall, I mean, there is there is no reason to hate on DICE because we are getting a better value at all the content we were going to buy anyway. Uh, I mean, we are saving 10 bucks for those who have already who already own Back to Carcand. Uh, but uh, I mean, you you kind of feel a. I I mean I I just have this feeling that dice dice has become lazy, and they have become lazy because we paid them upfront. Now if they had to sell the armored kill DLC, if their jobs dependent on selling the armored kill DLC, they would never piss off the community like this. That's true, and you know talking about battlefield premium. Uh, and, you know, if the cost is worth the price, uh, they have announced or released the Battlefield 3 Premium Edition, uh, the game that actually comes with a premium subscription, if you want to call it that. Uh, and that costs, I believe, $70. So essentially, you get Battlefield 3 for $20, and that is a lot less than I paid for it. And I was. I pre-ordered it, so I got it day one. <laughs> so if you add up all of the money I have put into Battlefield 3, it is well over $150. Um, and I guess I don't really like paying that much for a game, although I, I do play the game like it's my job. So, so Noah, after spending $150, now I didn't spend that much money on Battlefield 3. I got the game for 20 bucks. 
it had the online code and I bought back to Kaken for 15 bucks. So that's $35. And then I bought uh, premium, which is 50 bucks. So I spent like $85. Uh, since you have spent almost 150 bucks on the game, and you have, I think you have also bought premium on the PC, right? That is correct. Okay. Do you feel, uh, do you feel cheated that this premium edition ha has come in, come in now? Do you feel like DICE cheated you or anything? <laughs> um, as far as the PS3 version goes, no. As far as the PC version goes, yes. Um, I bought the PC version in June. <laughs> so right as P premium was coming out, and I, I sort of feel as though I spent $20 too much on Battlefield 3. Yeah, so if you would have waited a month or so, a month, a month and a half, you would have basically waited for the premium edition to come out in September and right. then buy that. I mean, as far as I go, I am, I mean, I spent $85 on the game and I got everything. So, I mean, overall, I spent $15 more than who any person who would buy this premium. But I don't, I don't have any problem with DICE uh, releasing this premium uh, plus game combination for a lower price uh, because I want new players to enter the community. Um, I, if I'm recommending this game to a friend, okay, and if I tell him that, oh, you need to buy the game, but hey, if you want to play with me, uh, it's better that you get premium too, and it's going to be 110 bucks total. He's going to tell me that, hey, $110 for a game? Are you kidding? So, I mean, this in that way, I mean, if I want to recommend this game to somebody or if there is there are some new players who want to enter uh, Battlefield 3 and uh, game and join us and all those things, I really, I really do not have an issue with them. Uh, I think lowering the price point to enter the game is a healthy thing. Uh, it will also help them sell a little. I mean, it, oh yeah, premium contains all the DLC, so... They're not looking at selling the DLC, but uh, I mean, it's it's just it's just a positive thing overall. I don't I don't feel I don't have any kind of negative thoughts about it. But then I didn't spend 150 bucks on the game, so my my feelings could be different than your feelings. Yeah, I mean, like you said, I probably paid only uh, well 20 dollars more for PC, and then what we'll call it. 40 more for ps3 considering i've had the game for almost a year on ps3 i'll take my 40 dollars and say that that was well spent um i mean it's the same reason why i pre-ordered the vita and i got the first edition bundle i had to pay an extra 50 dollars but it came with a game a memory card a case and i got it a week early um like a week before it came out and you know i used it a lot that week i played that game and i'm gave my girlfriend the memory card because let's face it i bought a new one but you know i'm okay with spending money for entertainment i guess as long as it's a worthwhile purchase you know it would have been really cool if uh, dice uh, if, because you already own premium on the ps3 if dice dice could have given you like 50 percent not dice ea could have given you 50 percent discount on either the game on the PC or the premium on the PC, that would have been like a nice, nice thing to do. And yeah, I, or if there was like a package, so you can buy premium for fifty dollars, or you can buy premium on all three for eighty or something like that. Yeah, yeah, that that package would have been great. Uh, 
I mean, they, they still have time to do this. Maybe, I mean, I mean, a $20 origin credit will not be that disappointing, right? If they, if they kind of tell that, hey, people who own premium on the PS3 and the PC, we're going to give you $20 origin credit, go buy any game, download any game you want. Yeah, I'd take it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to our next news item. Uh, DICE has quadrupled the number of uh, official servers on console. Um, I mean, people were having a lot of bad experience with the uh, uh, admins who were abusing their powers, kicking them out and everything. And uh, I think it, it, this, this thing might also be a result of the backlash that DICE received for the August content drop. They decided to do something which will please everybody. Not everybody, but at least <laughs> please everybody on the consoles. Uh, the PC players are still griping about it. So, I mean, they have increased, they have, they are saying, they are saying that they have increased the number of official DICE servers on the consoles, PS3 and Xbox, four times. Now, the funny thing is that I was like, okay, now I get to get, get to play on some official servers. I like official servers. Uh, one of the reasons that I like official servers is that my win-loss ratio sucks. I don't like it on, I don't like where my win-loss ratio is. So, these smaller games help my win-loss ratios because I'm a much better player now than I was two months ago when I was losing every game. Uh, but So I went on the PS3 and I tried to find an official server for Conquest Domination on PS3 and there were none. Uh, I mean, it's it's a good news, but I mean, in, in real effect, I mean, I wasn't able to find a server for a game mode that I was looking for. I tweeted it to Battlefield and they said they're going to look into it. They're going to pass it on to the dev team or whatever. Um, Noah, do you have any thoughts on this? Well, I think that it might take a couple days for them to get every server up and running. But I have to say that that is pretty much a ray of sunshine in a pile of vomit that <laughs> DICE has posted lately. Um, I hate high ticket servers and I hate admins who think that they can do whatever they want. So the more official dice servers we have, the better. Um, I can't stand that there are so many servers that have like thousand ticket conquest games. I don't have an hour to spend just capturing an objective on Operation Firestorm. It's not fun. Yeah, I mean, those thousand ticket servers are ridic ridiculous. I mean, in my life, I do not, I really do not have the time to sit for one hour. I mean, somebody could be knocking at the door or I could have guests anytime and I have to get up, leave the game, quit, quit it out. And the good thing about Battlefield 3 is that even if you quit mid game, it still records your stats and it still records your progress. This was not the case in Bad Company 2. In Bad Company 2, if you don't finish a game, that you don't get the experience points and the unlocks uh, just, be, just because of the reason that you didn't finish the game. Uh, but still, it count, uh, counts as a quit and it counts as a loss, which, which kind of I, I don't like. Um, as far as Conquest Domination is concerned, um usually a 500% ticket server lasts uh, the the game for a 500% ticket server lasts around 20 to 30 minutes so 
I mean, even if it's uh, 200 to 300%, it is kind of the right size. But I mean, still, I would I would much rather prefer to play it on the official server. Didn't find any, so I don't know where that's going. One thing I wanted to say is that, um, I mean, everybody is saying, oh, it takes time for DICE to bring all the servers online and all those things. I'm like, if, if 1,000 people went on the PS3 right now and ordered a new server or rented a new server, it's not going to take DICE more than five seconds to to basically satisfy all their transaction because they are getting that all that money up front but yeah i mean it takes them time to bring their own servers out i know we are big i know i'm being a little bit pissed off and sarcastic at dice but maybe it's this maybe it's only this week that i'm i'll be that way and next week i'll be happy when armored kill comes out <laughs> i think we'll all be happy when armored kill comes out Okay, so let's let's leave Battlefield and let's move on to something uh, newer, something fresher. Uh, I think Nova, you have some PS Vita news, and uh, I think for the first time, I think I'm kind of looking seriously at, at PS Vita. Well, you should have been looking seriously at PS Vita all along. <laughs> I've been, you know, sweet talking it for how many weeks have we been going? Five weeks now. That's over a month. And you still haven't picked up one. I'm, However, I'm, I'm 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 an old man. I'm difficult to change. Yeah, yeah. You can't teach an old dog new tricks, but you can give them a new bone, and that is what Sony is doing for PS Vita owners. Um, they are releasing a firmware update 1.8 sometime near the end of the month, which is coming rapidly, and uh, essentially. They are giving us, um, I think it is over 100 PS1 games that are playable on the PS Vita. That's pretty cool. Uh, I can't say that I'm, you know, <laughs> on the edge of my seat waiting for that to come out. Free? But I'm sure it'll, I'm sure, it, well, no, not free. No, you have to pay for them. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh. You know, it'll be a nice way to for people to play their quote-unquote recent retro games. Um, also, with this firmware update is something that I both don't know enough about and could be very excited for. Um, and I don't really know much about it because not much is known. However, there's a thing called... Uh, we'll call it using your PS Vita to control the PlayStation 3. Um, now, on an article on IGN, they say that you can control the home screen and some features and applications like video, music, or settings uh, using the PS Vita. Um, now, we could already do some of that with uh, remote play, so I'm curious as to how this feature will be different, um, but we will be able to watch or use our Vita to control the videos that are playing on our PlayStation 3. Now, this doesn't say anything about whether or not we will see the footage on our Vita. Um, I don't know if IGN just left that out, or if it hasn't been confirmed, or if it will not happen. Um, I'm pretty sure it might get integrated with the, the new YouTube, YouTube app and the Netflix, Netflix app, as well as Voodoo. Yep, yep. Um, as you, know, you bring up Netflix on PS Vita, which works 
really well, <laughs> by the way. Um, it would be very nice to be able to see, I guess, more interplay between the Vita and the PS3 in terms of those things. And it's possible that this firmware 1.8 update can do just that. That would be pretty awesome. <laughs> yep. And a lot of you guys have been saying, why should we buy a PS Vita? There aren't any good games out for it. Well, as you've heard in a previous Anonymous Squadcast, I gave you a list of a couple games that you definitely have to buy. Now, that has not changed in the slightest. Those are still the games I support fully. However, there are an approaching number of PS Vita games that are coming out by the end of this year. Um, some pretty big-name titles. I won't spoil all the fun, so you guys can still look up some of them, but here are some that I'm interested in. I'm interested in Madden 13. Now, <laughs> let's get into a little discussion, and then we'll get back to the list. Madden NFL 13 on the PlayStation Vita is kind of underwhelming. Um, it's better than the 3DS version, and that is not me talking, that is IGN talking for you. And um, essentially what it is, is it is Madden 2012 with new teams, and that's it. So it is fully functional. It is a fun game to play. Um, I've been playing the demo for, I guess, about a week now, and, you know, I've played it a good 10 times already, and it keeps me coming back for more. There are some slight graphical glitches in the cut screens and the video replays, but in the game, it runs real smooth, and it's a lot of fun to play. So I'm not going to buy that day one, but I'll probably wait for a price drop to buy that one. Another big title we're looking at is Little Big Planet for the PS Vita. Um, it, you know, if you've played Little Big Planet before, it's essentially the same. Uh, I played the beta for this one as well. Uh, I was a little underimpressed, to be completely honest. They made you use the front and back touchscreens. And personally, I like the option of using those touchscreens, but I don't like that it is, you know, you can't beat the level without using it. It takes me out of the game. I feel very disconnected. Uh, another game that's coming out is Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified. Um, I don't know what to expect with this. Uh, I don't even know if I'm going to buy it, but a lot of you guys will want to check this game out because you all probably love Call of Duty. <laughs> all right. Then we get to some of the biggest names around. We've got Ratchet & Clank Full Frontal Assault, which will be released sometime this fall. Any of you guys have ever played Ratchet & Clank, you know that they are a lot of fun. Um, again, this should be pretty much a duplication of the fun, but not of the storyline. So that should be a, a fun game to play. We've also got PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale coming out. Uh, that is the same game that's coming out for the PS3. It will be cross-play compatible. Um, it's essentially a Super Smash Brothers Sony version. So get excited about that. There is a lot of hype for Persona 4. 
that game is really big in Japan. I know a lot of the U.S. people also play it. Personally, I don't know much about it, but I do know that it will get a lot of people to buy the Vita. And finally, the game that I am most excited about, Need for Speed Most Wanted. Here's why this game is special. They developed this game for the PlayStation Vita. It is the exact same game that they developed for the consoles, but this time it isn't just a port. They developed it fully. Uh, and something I read, was, which was actually pretty interesting, a lot of the time when big companies put a different version of their game on a different system, they hire out developers, so they'll go to an outside firm. With this one, they took it on themselves to create this Vita version. So you guys definitely will need to buy Need for Speed Most Wanted. It comes out on October 30th. And that wraps up the PS Vita news for this week. Uh, isn't Need for Speed more Most Wanted uh, developed by Criterion Games? Mm, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it it is. is. I, I love that developer. I mean, Burnout Paradise, best racing game ever. Not, <laughs> yeah, it's not I a agree. racing game. It's like it's like an open, mm-hmm. ma- uh, whatever you call it, smash your car any any way, drive any way you want kind of game. Mm-hmm. But but you you missed out a game uh, which I'm I'm thinking is pretty important for the Vita. Street <laughs> Fighter. Oh, and which one is? Oh, Street Fighter. Cross Tekken. Yeah. Uh, are you not excited for it, or is it... I don't really like that genre. I'm not a big <laughs> fighter guy. I got uh, the uh, Marvel versus Capcom for the Vita. Um, I found it used and picked it up because it was twenty dollars. And I don't know, it it was okay. I played it for a couple hours, but I haven't touched it since. I'm just not a big fighter guy. Uh, one thing I wanted to ask you about is you're you're a big Madden uh fan, right? You you play Madden. Yeah, every I episode. do. I do love the sports games. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I've uh. I I never played Madden, um. Because partially because I don't understand the rules of football. I watch. <laughs> I'm more more of a soccer guy than a football guy. Uh. But I've heard that Madden suffers with the same kind of issues that uh Call of Duty. Uh, suffers with which is like they just release a new version with very little innovation and slight changes and uh, they try to sell it over and over again is that true well that is sort of true um now like i said the ps vita version is essentially madden 12 and for madden 13 on the consoles they have introduced a new physics engine. Now, they've done that periodically throughout the years, and it's kind of been hit or miss. Sometimes it works the first year out. Sometimes it takes them a couple years to perfect. Um, They've gotten a lot better at making a quality product the first year it comes out. But, yeah, I, I do think that there is very little innovation. Um... However, the graphics seem to get continuously better. Um, once again, the new teams come out. If if that was an option, I would just download the new rosters for Madden 12. Um, but I like playing with the guys who I see on the TV every week. So I guess uh, there isn't much innovation. 
but there's enough that I, at least keeps me interested. Okay. Okay, because I kind of I kind of hear it every time Madden, a new Madden game comes out that uh, the games comes out and the fans are just raging because it's, it's the same old game with new rosters or something like that. But I, ne- I never understood it properly. Yeah. Well, what, what are you talking about? People raging online because they don't get something new every year? I don't know yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they, they they want they uh, I think the fans they want kind of a lot more innovation, a lot more stuff being put in Madden, but I don't know. All right. And okay. I know I said we were done with the PS Vita news, but that list that we were looking at actually did not include another game that I am excited about. Actually, two games that I'm excited about plus a third which I really think I I want to know more about because they promised it to us in the first year of the Vita lifespan, and we still do not have a release date. FIFA Soccer 13, Visitor's App, you mentioned being a soccer fan yourself. Uh, I have FIFA Soccer for the Vita already. I believe that FIFA Soccer 13 will be even better, and I think that that would definitely be a good purchase if you do indeed want to get a PS Vita. So Noah, I mean, you you mentioned FIFA, and this is my FIFA story. I I started playing FIFA from I think FIFA 2001, 2003. I played it until every year until 2006. Um, at that time, I was a console gamer. Uh, when I got, uh, sorry, I was a PC gamer. Uh, when I got my consoles, um, I I was like, okay, I'm, I'll try FIFA on it, and I tried FIFA 10 uh, on my consoles, and I was, I, I I played it and I was like, I played it for a month and I was like, huh, this is similar to FIFA 2006. It was a little fresher, but it it is it wasn't engaging enough for me to play for a year or anything. And after FIFA 10, I kind of got FIFA 11, and I felt like the changes from FIFA 10 to FIFA 11 were so minute. It was almost the same game, and. I basically said to myself, I'm qu- I'm quitting this franchise. I mean, these these guys are not making any major changes. Uh, the game are not getting any newer. So I was like, I'm done with it. Yeah, and you know, I mean, FIFA 11 essentially was FIFA 10, and <laughs> you know, with soccer, there really aren't new rosters. Um, you know, people get new. You know, rookies every year, but essentially the teams are the same. So you essentially bought the same game twice. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, sports game uh, suffer uh, even more with this uh, COD um, less innovation, re- more reskinning issue than any other games, I believe. Yeah, but the problem is, where do you get innovation from? You know, like Madden is already fun to play. Is it worth? doing a complete overhaul to see if that makes it a little bit better or is it better just to leave it the way it is and have people keep buying it uh well mo- uh, most of the sales that you get from madden and fifa is because people are fan of the real game not because they are fan of the game mechanics as such <laughs> so I, I mean i mean you get your sales anyway i mean you, if you if you don't have a athlete in one of these games and suddenly you put him there you got you got some more sale. So I mean, uh, the model that these uh, companies are following is profitable, but the games are not evolving as much. And uh, and I I as a gamer 
I mean, I'm 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 a fan of soccer, but I'm not that hardcore fan of soccer that I want every game and I want roster updates. Unlike you, I think you are you are a big enough fan that even those roster updates are worth uh, spending 50, 60 bucks for you. I believe. Not right? for FIFA. <laughs> not for FIFA, but um, for Madden, right? Well. Well, okay. Here's here's kind of how it goes for me. Um, I love NCAA football as well. So previously, I've alternated years, um, and now that the Vita's out, most likely I will only buy one of those this year, and that will only be on the Vita. And as NCAA was not on the Vita, <laughs> I guess it's a Madden year for me. Um, and then, unless if we see some real innovation next year or possibly even the next gen of console uh, i will probably not be buying another one i think that's the strategy uh, a lot of gamers uh, take they actually buy these games every alternate year so that there is enough innovations and there are enough new things to keep them going mm -hmm. uh, that that's pretty good uh, so madden uh, madam nfl 13 is uh, supposed to be a complete overhaul right uh, they were supposed to give it a new physics engine. Okay. Um, most of the things are still going to be the same. Uh, I think it will mostly be in terms of player control, not in terms of uh, the flight of the ball or things like that. It will be mostly in the runner mode. Um, I'm pretty sure that even defense is mostly the same with a couple different play calls here and there. Okay. Anyway, I'm I'm really sorry to tell our listeners. I think I'm pretty much done with sports game. I don't think I'm going to I see any more sports game in the future, but well, I don't know. Something might grab me in. So, we'll look I'll look out for the future. So, another game that is coming out on October 30th, a lot of you guys might have heard of, it's Lego Lord of the Rings. Um, now, you know, I talked a little bit about Lego Harry Potter a while back. Really, the Lego games are just fun. You don't need to buy all of them because they're all essentially the same gameplay. You just run around destroying things and collecting studs. But it's a great way to spend a couple hours on a rainy afternoon. So I recommend LEGO Lord of the Rings. Finally, and much to my distress, is a game called Warrior's Lair. Now, <laughs> I don't want to say that this is why I bought a PlayStation Vita, but this is why I bought a PlayStation Vita. It was for this game, and Sony promised it would be out sometime soon, back in February, and we still have not seen it. Uh, we haven't seen any images since February, so I, I don't really know what to expect. We uh, know they changed developers a couple times on this game. Essentially, it's supposed to be sort of like a Diablo uh, tower defense base building game as far as we know um you know you run around a level you collect things and then you have a layer and you upgrade your layer with different gems and different like minions and then other players attempt to enter your layer and steal your stuff so uh i think it has a great uh, dynamic behind the game and I really want to see this game come out although as time goes on it seems less and less likely that this game will come out 
yeah it's kind of scary in the sony world because i've i've heard i mean over the past two three months they have canceled a lot of projects and this game could fall into the same trap um it's uh, did you say it was it was like a diablo 3d uh, like top down uh yes it is top down um kind of it's just a an rpg but it has that little dynamic of you have a base and you have to defend your base and attack other people's bases too so it has both a great single player game and a multiplayer game that i just think they work together well it's supposed to be cross play so you can play on your ps3 or your vita against other people on their ps3s or vitas um and it will have cross save so if i have a character on my ps3 put that down, go over to my Vita, my character will be right there waiting, ready and waiting. Um, like I said, <laughs> this is probably the reason I bought the Vita, and I'm a little upset it hasn't come out yet. Yeah, let's let's keep our fingers crossed, uh, because I know that a lot of games are getting cancelled in Sony. Let's hope this game doesn't fall into the same trap. <laughs> I agree. And talking about some potential disappointments, we have some real disappointments on our hands, and that involves badmins. Now, I know I've come across a couple badmins in my life. You know, I've been on a team and a squad with my friends. They switched me over to the other team for quote unquote team balancing issues. Uh, so I switch back because I want to play with my friends. You know, that's why I'm playing Battlefield. And then they kick me out. And they say, you didn't follow the admin's rules and you broke team balance. And that's just a bunch of hooey. <laughs> but I think Zitter has a pretty up-to-date issue with these badmins. Well, I've, I've had a pretty bad day yesterday uh, because of admins or badmins kicking me out of their servers. Um, I, as I told you, that I returned to uh, Battlefield 3 after a two-week break. I didn't return yesterday, but yesterday was the day I was feeling feeling like I really have improved my game overall after due to this break. And I actually started using an LMG, QBB95. Now, this LMG has 76 bullets in it, and I was just spraying it all over. I mean, that that's how you use an LMG. You hip-fire it any chance you get. And... I was having really good games. I mean, in, in, in a 40-minute game on close-quarter domination, I had like 94 kills. Uh, so I was doing really well with this LMG. And uh, basically, uh, because people didn't like my spray of bullets, uh, they were basicing, basically kicking me out. I mean, there was one admin... Uh, who kicked me out and I later looked at his stat and he had a 74 win-loss ratio, 74.75 win-loss ratio. That's like he wins almost 75 games for every game he loses. That's how much he was abusing his power. I'm going to shout out his name. His name is DevilDog21. So if you join his server, <laughs> don't think about hacking around. Don't do well. Otherwise, he's going to kick you. Because uh, if you're on his team. Yeah, unless you're on his team. Uh, the, there was a second admin who, for which I joined the close quarter server. And basically on the server, it didn't say that they were, uh, that do not play C4 on objectives or anything. But I usually, even if it doesn't say in the server rule, I tend not to do that initially unless the other team is doing it. 
um if the other team starts putting c4 on objective i'll start putting c4 on objective if nobody's putting c4 on objective i'm fine with that i don't have a problem with that uh because some people think it's cheap uh so i mean i i'll let that hang in in people's discretion but i, I just don't start it uh but this this was an admin on the other team who was putting c4 on objective and after after dying a couple of times i started putting c4 on objectives and with the first two c4 that i put on objectives in domination i got like a total of eight to ten kills with that and he kicked me and i joined the server again and he kicked me again so this and this was a platoon server g squad uh, platoon server and he they were saying oh come join our platoon and everything i'm like seriously you you whatever 12 year old do, uh, kids who cannot take uh who, who do stuff like this yourself and if anybody else use the same tactics again you against you you're gonna kick people out so basically i i went back and i i also have a server i mean i'm admin on a server it's a it's our platoon server that we kind of pulled in money for and i went back to my server uh, they don't they were not playing close quarter domination which i wanted to play but anyway i was talking to my friends and they told me that double xp v, uh, weeks or weekends are especially bad for are especially the core of admin abuse because a lot of these admins rent servers just for this double xp uh, uh, time and they abuse the hell out of these servers they kick anybody who basically is doing any uh, anything anything good on the server and so i mean double xp uh, not so good for me <laughs> overall no i i'm pretty sure you've had your fair share with admins and dealing with that right did you notice any uh, special changes during the double xp weekend um not in terms of admins, but I think it definitely brings out a different character of players. Um, I was in a couple games earlier today and a little bit last night, and people were complaining that the majority of the players in the game were using the M16. I mean, the M16 is pretty much the most commonly used gun in the game, and people were complaining that it was being used. Who does that? <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's just a different kind of caliber of players that come out for these special events. Uh, I like playing with the people who will play the day after Double Experience Weekend ends because those are the players who are truly devoted. Those are the players who really won't complain about what you do because they do it too, you know? Yeah, that, that's definitely a thing. Uh, however, this whole thing, uh, it, this didn't, um, it was not all bad. Um, it actually ended up on a high note and me and my friend, uh, we, we tried to find another close quarter uh, server. I was with uh, my friend Tori and uh, he actually selected a server that was basically a flag capping server. So we ended up in a boosting server and uh, Usually, whenever I end up in a boosting server, I actually instantaneously get kicked out or I just quit out because, I mean, let these boosters do whatever they want. I don't want to spoil their fun or whatever. But I was I was pretty pissed off by because I have got kicked out at least three or four times already from different servers. So I was like, I want to kill these boosters. 
and me and my friend we <laughs> we started killing them and it was uh, so funny because these guys uh, the first time i killed i killed like five guys in a row with like three guys with my lmg two guys with my 93r and uh, the next time they saw us they was like are are they going to shoot us or are they not going to shoot us they had totally the deer in the headlight look on their face whenever we were <laughs> coming in front of them and uh, me and my friend we were just we were just killing these guys so i killed around we killed i mean i killed 14 guys he killed seven or eight guys in like five minutes and we were thinking that maybe the admin of this flag capping or boosting server is not uh, online so we can go around killing more and more guys but i mean we finally got the boot and we got we got banned and stuff from that server but that was a little bit of uh, fun that we kind of had and we were just laughing hilariously because every time you come across one guy because it's a flag capping server there are like four or five guys following it so i was using my lmg my lmg was put to very good use in that server So Noah, uh you've you've had any experience with boosters? <laughs> <laughs> well, let let me tell you a little story. So, uh a couple of days ago, I was actually looking through my PC assignments and I realized that I still needed to play 2 hours on Golf of Oman. Now, I could have sat there for 2 hours and played a little bit of Golf of Oman, or I could have found a boosting server and put my guy in a corner for 2 hours on Golf of Oman and that is what I did. So, uh it was on PC you can actually set up a server so that if you get a kill, you get banned. So, anyone who killed anyone was immediately thrown out of the game. So, I just found a corner, I sat down and I got my uh MK3A1. <laughs> uh Okay. As far as you know as far as the other boosters go i'm i'm not one to sit around and boost all day it's not fun for me um but if i can throw my character down go make some tea go read a book uh and still get the objective that that's fine by me i realize that it's frowned upon by dice but they're not going to stop me for that well they they should stop uh, setting these uh, stupid assignments and <laughs> exactly Yeah, said something interesting. If you if you set us stupid assignments, we are going to play stupid. I mean, uh, didn't you see all the people playing stupid running off running off to vehicles, putting C4 on them and throwing down those mines in close quarter maps? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on guys. If you're going to do that, expect people to play your game not the way it was intended to be uh, because people want to get done with these assignments. Uh but yeah, that was that was my booster story. So, I mean, I think in the future Anytime I'm bored and I'm just looking for some fun, I'm going to find a booster server, jump in it and start killing guys. And I think I think that's a lot of fun. If any yeah. of you haven't tried it, go ahead and do it. I think on the PC you might get a little bit uh, it might get a little bit more dangerous because you might make enemies and I know it's easy to follow people around in PC, but on the PS3, it's pretty safe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I I have a friend on PS3 who joins games with a lot of rules and then breaks all the rules just for fun. <laughs> so it's kind of the same thing as killing all those boosters except you're actually playing against legit people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it was it was it was the it was a big la- I mean, I haven't laughed so much with my friend <laughs> in a game. 
because I mean there were like three or four guys following one guy and they were running a trade and we were like shooting at them like crazy. So and they were all confused like why are they why are they shooting at us? <laughs> they weren't expecting that. So it's kind of fun. So this week we have a special review for you guys. I'm gonna call it the retro game of the week. Now we probably won't be doing this every week, so we really should probably call it the retro game of the month or maybe even year or <laughs> retro game of the biannually. But this uh, is the game you've been playing this week, so it's retro game of the week. Yeah, there we go. So I've been playing it, well, I guess I played it a week and a half ago, but <laughs> it still counts because we had it on the docket last week, but we didn't get time for it. Anyway, and here's why I justify this retro game of the week before we get into the details. You can go out and buy a new PS3 or Xbox game. That will cost you $60. Or you can go out and buy a PlayStation 2. And any PlayStation 2 game for less than $60. Uh, you can buy a, a used PlayStation 2 at GameStop for $40. And then the game of the week this week is called Champions of Norath. And I'm pretty sure it costs $17 at GameStop. And that is definitely worth the price you are going to pay because this game is playable and playable and replayable some more. Um, I first started playing this game back with my brother uh, maybe seven, ten years ago. Uh, and we actually sat down to play it a week and a half ago for about two hours. And <laughs> we had an amazing time. This game is essentially a top-down hack-and-slash RPG type game. Um, there are different classes. You can be a mage or a warrior or an archer um, or a dark mage or a paladin, uh, just to name the classes there. Uh, and essentially, you, you kill goblins, you kill sea creatures, you kill skeletons, you kill bosses, um, and you pick up weapons. You can sell them at the shops. It, you know, it's essentially... We've already made a comparison to Diablo 3. It's kind of like a Diablo-type game. Um, it's co-op up to four players on PS2, and it's probably in my top five of video games of all time for me. Uh, you keep, uh, Noah, you keep talking about uh, these top-down RPG um, RTS games, and I'm kind of afraid that probably in the next six, seven months, we're going to lose you from the Battlefield community to Diablo or StarCraft. Okay, think? hold on, hold on. Diablo and StarCraft are completely different games. <laughs> <laughs> a, I do not play Diablo. Um, I'm not against Diablo, I just don't fancy it. As far as StarCraft goes, StarCraft 2 is an amazing game. I don't like it as much as I like StarCraft 1, uh, that that's just a personal thing. Um, I'm sure that other people will disagree with me. But I do, in fact, own StarCraft 2. I actually own the European version, <laughs> so I can't play with any of our U.S. listeners. But it, it's a lot of fun. It's good for breaks in between really long games of Battlefield. And it's fun to just let some steam out, killing a whole bunch of random Zerglings. Uh, so uh, Champions of Norath, um, you kind of play it uh, between games. How long? How long do you sit? Like a couple of hours, and then you go on to another game. <laughs> Champions of Norath is not a game where you just sit down and play it for half an hour. Um, 
back when me and my brother used to play it pretty hardcore, we would sit down for the entire day, maybe two or three days in a row, just to play Champions of Nora. Um, it's that long. It takes you that long. It's very difficult. It can be difficult, at least. You can play it on easy. Um, and is the storyline great? Eh, I don't remember what happened, but the gameplay was amazing. So that is why it gets Nova Dragon's stamp of approval. And that's good enough for you guys to at least go ahead and try it. Uh, no chance of a demo, I think, right? They might have to just buy it. Yeah, uh, you can try looking up videos on YouTube. Um, I would say download a emulator, but as far as it goes, there really is no good PS2 emulator. Um, there, there's just a different way to code things, and, and they can't really run it that very well yet. Well, if Nova gets time, he might make a video in the coming month for this game. It's true. <laughs> So guys, we're going to move on to our tips section and uh, I'm going to give out uh, the first tip uh, to you guys. Uh, and I, this is not my original tip. I learned it by watching a video from Rival X Factor. I'm pretty sure you guys know who Rival X Factor is. If not, just go on YouTube and search for his name. He's got some pretty cool tips and tricks uh, and uh, how you should and how to videos uh, which you can really watch and improve your game in Battlefield 3. Um, he basically showed that uh, many times, and I mean Nova, I'm pretty sure you have run into this problem where you're not able to revive a teammate and you don't know what's wrong. Mm-hmm, that is definitely true. Okay, so most, on on major, okay, on many occasions when you're not able to revive a teammate, it, it's because the, something is obstructing it. Uh, the teammate could be in a bush. And if, if he dies in a bush, you can't revive him because the bush is going to obstruct your defibrillators. But sometimes you're not able to revive a teammate because they're sitting on a med pack or an ammo pack. If that is the case, just shoot the, shoot the med packs and the ammo packs and they will disappear. And then you will be able to revive your teammates. So, I mean, go ahead. Next time you're not able to revive a teammate, go ahead and try it. Uh, Noah, do you want to give your trip? So my tip this week comes from DayZ, uh, and it's actually for Battlefield players, but I discovered it in DayZ. So in DayZ, when you're running around, um, you become much more accurate with your fire if you crouch or go prone. So I thought, might as well try this in Battlefield 3. And, you know, this isn't a huge surprise. I know that a lot of us knew that Obviously, if you go crouch or prone, you know, certain forms of fire become more accurate on Battlefield 3. Um, much in the same way as if you stop running to shoot, your fire is a lot more accurate. Um, so essentially what I've been doing is anytime I want to shoot, I just stop and crouch and then shoot. Uh, now it can get me killed. Some people don't do that and they just run up and get a hit fire headshot out of nowhere. <laughs> you know how those people work. But, you know, out of all of the times I've tried it, I think I'm winning more gunfights than I'm losing because of my stop and crouch strategy. So I think it, it'd be something fun to try out for a match. Um, if it works for you, maybe you can include it in your normal play. And if it doesn't work, well, don't hate because <laughs> it's just a fun thing to try. Yeah, looking at the stats over here, um, I think LM, 
LMGs, every time you crouch or go prone, your hip fire accuracy definitely increases. Uh, but for the LMGs, even your aiming down sight accuracy, uh, that accuracy also increases. It's not true for other guns, but just for the LMGs. So just keep that in mind. Um, we're going to move on to our last tip out here. And uh, this might be a might be a tip, might be a little bit of a discussion. Uh, I feel like ammo, squad ammo, is probably the most useless perk in in, in Battlefield 3. Um, I mean, if if you're running squad ammo, you're basically saying, I need more ammo. I mean, if you run out of ammo, you can always pick up somebody else's kit. And... If you pick a support kit, you can just pick up his kit, drop an ammo pack, refill on ammo, and then move ahead. The So in most situations, I feel like squad ammo is pretty useless. I know a lot of people run it, and I get really frustrated when I see people running squad ammo, especially when they are stacking it. Um, and uh, I mean, only for some guns, I feel squad ammo is useful. Guns like MP7, where you run out of ammo very quickly. ASVAL, where you only have like two magazines uh, of ammo. And like if you fire like three times and you're done with it. Only for certain guns, I feel like this perk is important. But for everything else, guys, stop running ammo. Just pick up somebody else's kit. I know many of you like to use the same gun over and over again. You're not very used to it. But, I mean, there are plenty of support guys around you that you can kill, pick up their kit, drop an ammo pack, <laughs> and move on. Because uh, you know they're not going to drop an ammo kit for you. You you actually have to kill them and take their <laughs> kit and drop their ammo and then pick up your kit again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, when I'm running support, I have, I have played more support than any other class. I mean, I have like 19 support stars, whereas... On other class, I, mean, I think my assault has like nine stars or maybe less than that. Uh, I always try to drop ammo at every flag. I know a lot of support guys don't even think about dropping ammo. Uh, but I mean, if I run out of ammo, I just go quit kit switching. I mean, I would I would rather not run the ammo perk uh, and hamper my squad. But again, I mean, I see people stacking perks all the time so i know i know people don't think about it all that much yeah well here's a story about stacking perks so i was in a squad deathmatch today um and it was on pc i know i know zitter 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 so uh in pc your squad can have more than four people in it in a squad deathmatch game and so it was eight person squads and Zitter, can you guess how many people in that squad were running squad ammo? <laughs> Five? Six. Six. Six people in that squad were running squad ammo. Now, I was playing with Ertzi, so I was running cover and he was running frags. Um, but the rest of our squad was running squad ammo. Now, we won by about 20 points, which is personally quite surprising because... If your whole squad is running squad ammo, I do not expect you to win. However, I guess, you know, it works out sometimes. Yeah, I think um, it's more of uh, those lone wolves, uh, which we call, I don't know, I don't want to label them COD, Call of Duty players, but more of the Slayer lone wolves that kind of try to run squad ammo. And, and seriously, you know what? Many people will run it in Conquest Domination. 
I mean, in conquest domination, you don't live more than a minute or a minute and a half. I mean, you die so many times that there is no reason for you to run squad ammo. You're not going to run out of ammo. If you're running out of ammo, you're doing very well in that map. And I mean, I see people always running squad ammo and I was like, God, why? I mean, one of uh, the most underused uh, perks I see is double double grenades. And I would rather see people run that because that's that's some that's a really good perk. Yeah, I will agree with you there. On the PS3, that's certainly an underused perk. On PC, though, I you know I typically have someone in my squad running squad grenades, so that's pretty cool. Thank you guys for listening to the Anonymous Squadcast this week. You can follow us on Twitter at Anonymous Squad. You can email us at anonymousquadcast at gmail.com. You can drop us a voicemail at 6619 a squad and we will play it for you on the show you can also subscribe to us at anonymousquadcast.blogspot.com and on itunes by searching for anonymous squadcast you can also add us on skype anonymous squadcast and leave us a voice message or just chat with one of us you can also add us on the playstation network uh, i am zitter zap z-i-t-t-e-r z-a-p and with me is Noah X Dragon. <laughs>